a very warm and convivial welcome to Nick and Russ Don't Know Anything. Although, as you'll soon discover, they do apparently have an opinion about everything. This is the podcast that believes that opinions are, in fact, facts, and reality stars should certainly not be president. This is also the podcast that features those two simple-minded guys who created the slogan, spread your love, but lawfully. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Nick and Russ Don't Know Anything, the podcast. Hello, everybody. I am Nick. And I'm Russ. And today we have a very special guest, Brandy Chambers of Texas. Yay! Hello, fellas. One of our favorite guests. Yes. Thank you for coming back. Well, thank you for asking me. I had to uh, get up early and like shower on a Saturday for this. This is you showered. Oh, I showered. I I know we don't we don't really makeup all for you fellas. Thank you. You know what's funny is I think because of the pandemic, people forgot that you know, oh, not forgot. We understood that we didn't have to bathe daily. Like we're the only culture in America. Americans are the only ones that shower every day. Like I looked this up. I was like, Did you? Yeah, my well, well, okay. I had I, to look it up because my daughter came to me and goes, "Dad, we're the only culture that bathes every day." Here's proof. <laughs> so, I was well, like, I kind—I would have to say I'm like a five-day-a-week showerer. I think there's always like the one or two days where I'm like, "Eh, I'm not going to shower today." Right. So, I don't I know. Shower that but, night. I shower that next morning. Right or yeah, depending. If I have it right. Like if I, I have, have a, a meeting set or something. Schedule, so well, oh, if I'm if I have, you know, client calls and all that, you know, I definitely shower on that day. But if I'm if I'm with my coworkers, you know, on, online, I don't really, you know, I don't know. Yeah, if you're doing remote work, why shower? Yeah, really? I know. Yeah, I, I still know. shower. I just don't necessarily do all this. Gotcha. Right. That is good. Which sets a lot of more effort than I would assume you fellas have to put into the morning. Actually, I'm on a skin regime courtesy of my husband. And if I don't do it, I get whacked. So then you feel my pain. Yes. <laughs> no, literally, you, I have to put the serum on. After the like. serum, I got to put the you under really? eye thing. And then after uh-huh. that, I got to put the whole uh, whatever the, the I probably should do that. Yesterday, I had a job interview and my mm-hmm. nose decided, hey, time to break out completely. And I haven't had this in forever. And I was like, that's wonderful. They're going to look at me and go, what's wrong with this guy? So. Yeah, that's always good times. And don't, don't you wonder, um, when's puberty ever going to stop? I get things on my head that annoy the hell out of me. And I've tried several different shampoos and conditioners and nothing goes away. Yeah, puberty, just it doesn't stop Mm-mm. ever. Maybe something no. my voice will change. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's good no. Time. I'm sure right. Leslie would totally intrigued by this conversation. <laughs> we talk about some of the stupidest we, shit. Like we do, and at the same time, we we this is I, mild. Know, this is real mild compared to the stuff that we talk about. <laughs> no, this is it. good. Yeah. We love our we love our show. I, I can't believe that we've been doing it now for nearly well over a year, two year, over two years now. I was like, well, oh, this is our third yeah. season. This is our third yeah. season, so it's our second. Yeah, but and it's we, over we two met, years. Yeah, January of twenty twenty. So, yeah, we forgot a, uh, July. No, June. June. See, we June forgot. We totally forgot that we had a birthday. Our show had a birthday. We, we I know we forgot. Celebrate. I know that's how the, like that's how disorganized we are. And I think that that's why we like doing the show because we don't have like a set organization. Right. For it. You can do it. As if it was so organized that it probably would lose its uh interest. I, I would lose interest. It'd be a job. 
Yeah. It'd be a job. I, I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, we're approaching, we're very close to a thousand cities. Yeah, wow. it's kinda, I know yeah. it's weird. So. Yeah, you you would think like every week who's listening? And every week we get more cities and we're like Right. Huh. And people from another city t- tune in. You know, some weeks are better than others, but for the most part, it's What's it's really an interesting. Is, it's an interest. Podcasting is very interesting. I gotta admit, we I have never, two two cities, and I don't know the cities, but I know the countries that are consistent viewers of listenership, and that's Taiwan and Germany. Every time we upload, like within yeah, within thirty minutes of our uploads to the podcast, boom, those two cities are like tuning in and listening. I was like, mm, nice, thank you. And I don't even well, know who we're we in have Taiwan, in Taiwan in in Taipei. Uh, yeah, Taipei. That's mm-hmm. one yeah. city, and I don't know the German one. I'd have to look it up. But uh, the German one has to be Berlin area because it started with an H or had an A. It had had some I'll kind of. Uh, now I gotta go look it up. All right, okay. you talk anyway. amongst yourselves. Danke schön, mein mein Freunde aus Deutschland. Danke schön. Okay, that's good. So I got nothing. That's all right. <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick is our resident <laughs> linguist. I love. I can I can um like stutter some French. Oh, okay. Bonjour. So uh-huh. in German in Germany it's uh-huh. Frankfurt und Mann. Oh, Frankfurt. Then, okay, yeah. I know who's there actually. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. All right. Is it one of your friends? Yeah. <laughs> and then I got to see oh, who the other. <laughs> We have a new city. I don't know where this is. I'll have to look it up, but it's the say it's A I C H I comma A I C H I. I don't know. That's a new that city we just got. Okay. Yes. I don't know what that is. Okay. Well, welcome to those cities. Thank, Thank you so you. much for listening oh. to Nick and Russ. Yeah. It's Japan. Oh, it's in Japan. That's yeah. cool. Oh, which really sad to hear about the uh, former uh, prime minister of Japan being assassinated. See, that's what it is. It's like all this shooting suddenly is like all Ooh. over the place. Now Japan is getting the, in Japan, they were hand, like they were uh, 3d printed guns that killed them, I guess is what they said. Really? I yeah. So, yeah. And we can thank Trump for making that. Legal I think here. that's what they said or a homemade gun, whatever that yeah. means, but I'm assuming it means 3d printed. So, and they, and they, what they did is that they confiscated a whole bunch of 3d printed guns from a whole bunch of people. So, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I they're made out of plastic. They still work, and they're undetectable by metal detectors. So, oh, and untraceable. Yeah, because there's no mm. serial numbers. Right. right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we didn't ask. How are you doing, Brandy? You know, um, as I said earlier, I'm doing as good as I can do living mm. in Texas in the United States, being a female. And these days, right. uh, being a Democrat in Texas, being a female with a child who uh, identifies as right. uh, homosexual. So it's just a joy. <laughs> right. A it's, joy. It's, it is a joy. Look, I feel your pain. I feel like, uh, you know, when I walk around here in town and I see all those little Trump flags on all, and I'm like, Man, I'm a gay guy, and they view me like a second-class citizen. Like, you know what I mean? And then yeah. it's like, and then like, and when you talk to them, there's that thought is always behind in my head, and I just can't fathom because I'm going door to door right now. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, t- we're recalling the mayor here in the town, and uh, and I'm just going door to door to get signatures. And the thing is, is that I go and knock on these doors with you know 
don't blame me. I voted for Trump flags or the uh, let's exactly. go brand. Exactly. That's who we're blaming. That's who we're blaming. Huh? All of those people. It says, don't blame me. I voted for Trump. And I'm like, nope, you got the blame. All the blame right. goes to you. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My and daughter. It's, yeah, it's insane. So, And then when I talk to them, you know, it's like, you know, first of all, I am surprised that a lot of them have signed. So that's that, that's actually a good sign right there. Because I said, look, it has nothing to do with politics i said it has to do with the city this is what's going on and it tell them the facts you know this is exactly what's happening in the city right now and this is a very local level and you know and because i started knocking on all these doors i'm like man you know it it takes a little confidence to do that and then i'm like you know then i'm like well why don't i just run as well so so now i got a third form on top of it to um uh where where i'm like i'm also going to be running now for city council could you please because i gotta i gotta collect uh between 20, a minimum of 25, but no more than 50 signatures, I guess, to be on the ballot. Oh, I think I say so. 25,000. Oh, I hope not. Uh, that's all yeah, that's not Brandy bad. would be the one to ask yeah. about running. I know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I did that twice. Um, so close at last. Wasn't a great experience necessarily. Well, I, I know. I, but, for everybody, but mm-hmm. you know, if you're, I, I encourage anybody and everybody um, that if you're, very passionate about serving people and trying to help people run, run. Mm -hmm. We need people to run. The problem is that the system is inherently uh, created to discourage Mm -hmm. involvement and, and sacrifice. Yeah. And you know, those people that step forward to sacrifice, because it is a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice of your time. It's a sacrifice of your money. It's a sacrifice of your family. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's a sacrifice of your sanity. Right. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's a very big, big uh, impact just to run, just mm-hmm. to run it's a major impact on your life. And then most of the time, all you're going to get is mud slung at you called down, criticized, um, made fun of, and no one, I mean, a lot of people won't help you and don't understand the importance of what you're doing and including your friends. Mm -hmm. And and so it's, it's, and and then you have to call people and beg for money, which no one likes to do. Right. No one likes to do. I know. Um, And it's a very hard deal, but there's no other way to earn it. There's no other way to get it. There's no other, you know, pot of gold unless you're in, you know, self-made inherently have high income that you can do it yourself. And then that creates its own difficulties, especially in relationships. Yeah. So Good on you for stepping up. Well, and now you have to worry about your safety, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the look at some of the politicians that are getting punched in the face at at, at protests, and you know. Look, yeah. all I know is that I've been going to the I've gone to five city council meetings since 2020. So, you know, that's not a lot, but but you know, it's like I I like the ones where there are going to be a lot of people and they're motivating. I go to those usually, but the last couple times that I went, it was just a normal boring city council meeting and I just wanted to see what was happening. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I got to admit everything that they're doing, it is for the promotion of the town. That's actually really mm-hmm. good. You know, don't get me wrong. It's not like, it's not like it's all, Oh my, you know, they're doing horrible things, you know, cause they are doing some really, really wonderful things for the city. It's just that they've decided to, um, uh, I guess, single out short-term rentals and, mm-hmm. uh, 
and and uh, you know second homeowners, you know, especially people from Chicago who own the majority of the second home, you know, the second homes here in this part of town. And you know, there's about eighteen hundred and forty houses, I believe, of which twenty five percent is the local people that live here, and the other seventy five percent are basically out of towners that own the homes here. And um, so everything that they're doing, I'm 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 in agreement with you know, expand the rail line that they want to do so that we should more Chicagoans can come to town easier, uh, expand the, you know, the business permits, you know, giving the licenses out so that, so that local restaurants and hospitality and all that increase their capacity to bring more people in. Like, like I'm all for that because this is, it's a tourist economy here. That's exactly what we need to do. Now, the fact that they single, so what they ended up doing is that like the last, they increased the fee they capped, first of all, the number of short-term homes that can be rented, which is fine. Right. You know, don't get me wrong. That's fine. Right. I mean, I think it could be more, but it was never more than 100 houses anyway out of the 1,800. Right Right now, they capped it at 85 to make it sound like they're doing something. Um, but what's happening now is that they increased the fees, like, from $225 per year for the permit to $1,525 per year per unit, per you know, for the permit. and. So I know that they hired some company to get the data of like what's happening with all the short-term rentals or paying them 45,000 a year. And I'm like, well, where's the other 85,000 going? Like where, like this is, these are the FOIA requests that we made, you know, and, and that's become like a big issue because they're like, they're not, they're refusing to send it out to see where this line by line yeah, item is. You know what I mean? It's just, that, yeah. so I'm like, so I'm like, all right, well, that's kind of shady, right? Then there's like, then there's the other thing you have, um, they increase now if you want a long-term rental. Now this is where it gets me, and this is this is the one that I really object to the most. Right? It's if you have a father or a sibling or daughter or whatever staying with you rent-free. Okay, this is for long-term people. You don't have to register your home as a long-term rental, but you have to go to the city and register those people, their names and everything as to the reason that, you know, and basically explicitly saying that these people are not paying rent to me, but they are living in my home and these are their names. Okay. Which, that's invasive. That's yeah. That's so from that erodes a homeowner's right. Like that's exactly my point. And so, so, you know, and then I bring up my objection, of course, to the city council. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. That's like a huge invasion of privacy. I'm sorry. That's like not not cool at all. I don't. Right. You know and what I mean? What, what, and, if I want to have five people live with me who, and they don't pay me rent, that means they're my people. Like, I'm shouldering that. That's me. There's no. Exactly. Any business right. Whether or not they can live with me or not, or they need to be registered like yeah. animals. It's it's That's insane. Ridiculous. That is right. That is my right as a homeowner, as a yeah. real estate owner, to determine who resides with me. So now this has created lawsuits with the city. It's created, you know what I mean? It's but it's like yeah. you know. First of all, there's like all these Michigan landlord tenant laws that they're breaking now just by doing that. I don't even anyway. So now, what is their stated reason for for that? Particular? They said they want to make sure that uh, if in case the police is called, they know who's in there to, yeah, you know what I mean, to protect yeah, yeah, or yeah, some crap yeah. like that. I mean, yeah. I was just yeah. like, really? Because yeah. yeah. that was the reason that they gave, yeah. you know, yeah. then now let's say that you 
got into hard times. You're like, I can't pay my mortgage. I want to rent a room out in my house, right? You got to, it went, the fee went from zero to $325 now per year to rent, to rent, you know, to list your home as a rental in the city, right? Is it for the the certificate of occupancy? Now, even if you want to rent your home as a whole, it's the same, it's the same amount of money. But, but if you are receiving rent from anybody, you know, whether it's the whole home or a room in your house, you have to pay that fee. Once again, none of the locals have paid it yet because none of them don't really know about it. But of course, the people that do know, you know what I mean? Like, like it's going to create, I think it's going to create an even bigger issue with the local people that are renting out, you know, a room in their house or they're renting out. Yeah. Especially the price of real estate has gone sky high. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing that, that they were delusional about. This is like the weirdest thing. They said, we need to bring the, the home prices down because we want to bring more locals to live here. And then I'm like, well, wait a second. The second homeowners are the ones that pay more than double in property tax because, you know, if we live here permanently, we get what is called the homestead exemption. So the property tax is less than half of what the um of what the out-of-towners pay, which basically funds 75% of the school system. So the, the second homeowners fund 75% of the school system, and they have an issue with it. Like, it just... There's no, there's no advanced or critical thinking. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Texas. <laughs> Sounds like so anyway, so I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to join it. And then, and you know, and my husband today said, are you sure you want to get shit thrown to your face? And I said, I guess I'm going to have to see. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what that looks like. And I don't know. I mean, I, I won't know until it happens, but I guess I'm going to have shit thrown at my face because mm-hmm. he's like, you know, th- there's going to be a whole bunch of people that are going to be, why aren't you doing this? You promise you're going to do this and you're not doing that. And, you know, so I'm like, I know. So. And so then we'll you've see. got the contingent. So I just, was reminded of this the other day. I sat in on a, uh, a, a, a advisory council meeting for my local Democratic Party. Uh-huh. And the whole the whole council, all it is is like basically a, um, representatives from each of the, uh, I don't know, districts or something of the precinct chair. So this is all composed of precinct chairs which are together to basically give advice to the chair of the democratic party uh, for our County mm-hmm. on different things. That's it. That's there's no other authority. There's no oversight authority. There's nothing. It's just generally we're here to be your consigliaries, you know, mm-hmm. just that kind of thing. So I'm listening just listening and watching a chat because it was on video and there are two individuals that the entire time, no matter what was said, it was, it was, they were throwing darts. Mm -hmm. They were like, Oh, well, what about this? And why didn't they do this? And we need to do this. And of course that's Mm -hmm. all discriminatory. And what about this? Like, and the whole topic that was on was like, was about uh, talking about engaging the Hispanic community and what, like the plan specifically for the Hispanic community. Mm That was the topic of the conversation. So in the chat was like, well, what about the Asians? Guess we're not dealing with the Asian population. Yeah, I'm I'm just like, what? Like Yeah, but the meeting was for the Hispanic right now. I mean, we can do another. That that was the topic of the conversation. Right. Right then, right? And then and so and it's like, oh, well, they didn't do this and they didn't do that. And she was full of promises and she didn't do it. It was just like just trash talking. Mm-hmm. The entire time. And I'm like, you're supposed to be giving advice. Like, that's why you're here. 
Mm-hmm. And so instead of like going, okay, here, I've identified a problem or here's an issue. How are you dealing with this? And then uh, let's come together to find a way to, to address it. It was just shit, just shit, mm-hmm. just constant. And I'm like, this is why Democrats can't win. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was going to say. Democrats can't win because certain Democrats can't get out of the way of people who are actually trying to make a difference. Right. No, I agree. They can't organize. They can't go, hey, this is one issue that we all need to focus on and push through and get it done because everybody's like, I want my piece of the pie. Mm -hmm. And whereas Republicans are like, Roe v. Wade's first, gay rights. Next, and they they hit those targets, yep. right and they don't lie about it. They say no. exactly what they're going to do from the very beginning, and they don't veer. Like they don't veer off in like We've this little la la land. Fifty years to uh, to codify Roe v. Wade. Yeah, I. You yeah. know what? I had no idea that we could codify law. Like that's how horrible I am with political. I science. thought once so, Supreme Court said this is the law that that actually made it the law. I didn't right. know that it actually had to go in and be an actual. Well, so. Here's me. I'm blaming Obama for like not doing it. I'm blaming Ruth Bader Ginsburg for not leaving and at least creating another kind of seat. That way, even if it was five four, at least you know it's a little bit better than six three. Right. So I don't know. I blame Just, Mitch McConnell. Huh? I blame Mitch McConnell. Oh, Mitch he McConnell. Played long, is, he played the yeah. long game and he yeah. won. Yeah. I blame yeah. Mitch McConnell because yeah. if it weren't for him, Garland would be on the Supreme Court. Yeah. Right. But you Garland know? was also Republican. Is a Republican, so we got to remember that. No, he was moderate, I think. But well, he was still a Republican, and that's why Obama thought he could get him in. So we, I don't know where he, I didn't look up to see what his stance was. Let's say I would trust Garland mm-hmm. over Gorsuch. Oh, or of course. Yes, yes, yes. Kavanaugh. I agree. You know? Yeah, <laughs> look, or even. <laughs> Kavanaugh went to dinner yesterday. I mean, I guess he was eating his dinner. He didn't even know there were protesters outside, but the, the people at Morton Steakhouse were very upset that this happened. So they had to like rush him out the back door and he couldn't finish Aww. his dessert or something. Poor little buddy. Poor little. And I'm he like, didn't his beer. <laughs> give him a give him a backpack that's bulletproof and teach him how to put the uh the little plastic door in the handle so mm-hmm. he can be safe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do shoot life, yeah, you know, active shooter drills just like our children. Yeah. Which I don't know if you saw this, Nick, but our our governor here in Texas has decided that it would be a good idea to have fake intruders go into schools so that children can understand how to uh, react to an active shooter and terrify the shit out of them. Let's traumatize our children even more. Right. <laughs> it, let's first of all let's let's force a whole bunch of fetuses that are not wanted by so the life. We're so <laughs> alive. We just need to have them born and then, you know, fuck them. This was did you see this news? This lady in Texas was pulled over in the HOV lane and she argued that because she's pregnant, her her fetus was considered a human and she should be. So, uh, I didn't read up on it more, but mm-hmm. I want that shit to go to the Supreme Court. Like that would be way. a good one, and then sue the heck and say, "Well, no, you guys said yeah. that a fetus is a yeah. is a human." Yeah. I want I want somebody to take out an insurance policy on a fetus, like, and then then sue the insurance company and take that to the Supreme Court. You know what I mean? Like I that like will be that. interesting, huh? I like that. And then yeah. if you're in a protest, so. so I don't know if this is true, but they said that tear gas is a chemical that can induce an abortion. So if you're at a protest 
and you're pregnant and the cops throwing tear gas and you have an abortion, but that you can, you know, argue mm-hmm. that they caused the abortion. So, Oh, joy. It's My just, daughter it's came to me yesterday and said, Dad, this is how messed up it is. I can't have a Facebook page, but I can give birth. I can be forced to have, I can be forced to have a baby. Wow. Mm -hmm. Your daughter said that. That's like very mature. Oh, she's, she's like, she's more woke than I've ever seen anybody. Like, (laughs) well, she's obviously really smart because when you said, you know, we're the only country that showers every day and she researched it to show you. I mean, she does. She does her research. that's, That's pretty smart. Uh, and There's, a lot of initiative where my kid would be like, I saw it on TikTok. You know? My, I sometimes <laughs> regret giving my daughter a phone and a computer. Oh, she I'm a TikTok is... star now. That's like, it's weird. <gasps> Are you really? Yeah, a little bit. Like I got, I had two videos that have over 2 million views already. Oh my gosh, Nick, what were you doing? I just, I don't know. I just read were like you doing a, your facial treatment. I know. <laughs> it was <laughs> No, I think I said something about drag queens is one of them. And the other one was about pregnant 12 year olds and classrooms being shot at or something like mm. that. Anyway, just something that hit a nerve. But but it is uh, it's interesting. That's all. So. Oh, hey, can I plug something real quick? Yeah, yeah go for it. it. OK, so there is a nonprofit here in Texas. It's called Truth by Texas. Mm-hmm. It's uh, on all the social media's uh, outlets. That is an organization that was created entirely with the mission to combat the GOP lies. Okay. So it's truth by Texas on, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and I'm on the board of one of the founding members of the board. And we are constrictly a nonprofit. We are not a pack. We are not officially politically aligned other than just if stuff's out there and it's a lie, we call it, we call on it, you know, and whenever truth by Texas, it's, is it um, truthbytexas.org or .com? Dot com. Okay, dot com. .com. All right. Truth by Texas. Yeah. And so we are funded only through donations. And, you know, we're trying to make it work by sacrificing in our own time and volunteering. Um, but we do need some help. And then we also mostly need uh, donations to fuel paid advertising on social media outlets. We are getting some organic uh, life. But the Mm -hmm. thing is, the people that follow us usually are the people who believe Mm -hmm. in what we're doing, right? That are politically aligned. The whole audience that we are trying to get to are the uh, non-committed voters. So the Mm -hmm. independent voters that don't identify with one side or the other that are open to the information. So we're trying to provide an alternative narrative to the Fox News bullshit um, based upon truth. It's all facts. Everything has been double checked. You know, this is what's going on. Um, and so if people are interested in getting the truth to Texas to help, you know, stop the apocalypse back to 1700, we'd appreciate your, uh, outreach, your donation and, mm-hmm. you know, forwarding all that content to all your, all your people. Right. Ronald Reagan said trust by verification. Exactly. And we verify everything. I mean, everything's. Are you um, on TikTok? I don't, don't believe so. Um, well, I think because, we're just, yeah, because, because what we're doing, we're doing, um, mostly memes, uh, or gifts or, uh, okay. actual videos. We'd actually do like videos, um, addressing things. Take, take the 30 seconds from those videos, post them on TikTok because the, the research shows that your TikTok will live longer 
uh, as it goes through people's feeds than any other social media. Got mm-hmm. it. And you will I'll get like more. Yeah, for some reason, t- I've had a lot of success in TikTok. I got like 25,000 or 26,000. We might be on TikTok. I just, yeah. that's so, so beyond my. And, and, and honestly, you know, like I barely am on Twitter and I check Twitter only when yeah. really things are going crazy. And I'm, I'm an old school Facebooker. <laughs> you know, I'm, I do Twitter and uh, TikTok now. That's basically, I would say those are my top two. And then Facebook is third. Facebook, I just, I just, I, I hate, I don't know how to explain it. Like I started posting some political stuff on there and then. You know, I got clients that are always following me. It just gets a little icky, you know, that kind of thing. Whereas on Twitter, I don't care. Yeah. Like for some reason, the person that's following you or whatever, it just feels anonymous enough, which is okay. Whereas on Facebook, it's like my cousins are on there. My, you know, my. Exactly. uh, And so that's why we try to do a lot of content on Facebook because it's usually the people that are my age or older that are still on Facebook. Yeah. And so we're hitting the Instagram and uh, Twitter and Facebook heavily because that's still the, Mm -hmm. the people who are probably going to vote, you know, that are consistent in voting. I agree. And you know what? I, I think Gen Z is going to save us. I'm just putting it out there. Gen Z, I think is going to show up at the polls in November this year for the midterms. Which if we're Um, going to force girls at 12 to have babies, they need to vote. They need to be allowed to vote. Yeah, my my daughter who just turned thirteen is just livid, mm-hmm. and I mean livid. And well, there's like, a lot of re- yeah, I and mean, there's a lot of Republican women that are livid too. Like you know what I mean? They're like, oh my god, I'm they were pro-abortion. I'm sure there's yeah. just, I mean, you know, the way I view it is, I'm sure there's. This is the way I view it. Every Christian white woman or white man too, for that matter. Every Christian, every white Christian here in America is going to justify the reason that they need an abortion with God. Like, like you know what I mean? They're going to justify it and do it anyway. Right. The person that's going to pay the price is going to be the woman of color who's going to be forced because she doesn't have the resources like the white person, you know. Right. And that's what's so sad. That's the person that's going to get incarcerated. That's the person, you know, mm-hmm. so suddenly we're going to grow a prison population from that, you know, before it was marijuana or whatever, right. now it's going to be this, right? So it's sad. It's sad to see that happening. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I need to identify differently than like a Christian. Like, I need some other term because I don't like that term Just anymore. Become an atheist. I'm an atheist. Life is good. But I still believe Literally. in God. Like, I still believe no, I in God, believe but in I don't. I, there I is just, no God. I just, that's just me, though. I just believe in science. I just need another, I need a new term because I stopped, I kind of stopped calling myself a Christian a long time ago after I did a lot of, uh, uh, research on theology and different religions and understanding stuff. And people still like, no, you're a Christian. I'm like, I, yeah, Jesus wasn't. And they'd be like, uh, 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 uh. and they would get upset if I would say that, you know? And, and like, I would even have arguments with my relatives who would say, no, Jesus was a Christian. And I would be like, and, and at some point I just had to stop arguing with them because there's no point really in doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, like we were talking before we got on there, like, as a white straight male, I could literally walk around here anywhere in the United States and probably not be bothered. Um, and I can't say that for any other family member in my, you know, my wife and uh, daughter, they, they can't, they, you know, you were saying Brandy that mm-hmm. you guys are being hunted and that's, that's literally not an exaggeration. Yeah. 
and it and it and it sucks. Like, and I don't want to say this, and I don't want to do this, but I told my wife, I'm like, maybe we do need an AR-15. I don't want to because I don't think that's the oh, right please thing to don't. do. Please don't. No, nobody. Like, no, but that's the but that's but that's the thought no. of like how bad it's getting. The well, I, the probability of me dying by an AR-15 is a lot higher now than ever, right? Right. It's, yeah, but well, I'm not gonna go get one. No, there is a comedian, fine, and so. he was he was talking about how. Um, he was doing a show outside of the United States and he was British. I think he was British. Anyway, he said, um, America has a gun problem. And then he goes, anybody here in America? And there's this one lady who said, yeah. And he goes, and maybe you don't even know that you have a gun problem. He goes, their solution is everybody needs guns. And he said, so let me break it down to you. If I gave you a cell phone, mm-hmm. would you think that you were more likely to make a call? And mm-hmm. she was like, oh, and so, like, it, there you go. If you have a gun, you're more likely. Well, the thing is that you don't know when somebody's going to snap at any point. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then you got also the homegrown terrorism. Look at what happened in Highland Park. You know, that little punky kid, you know, basically just full of hate. You know, his father lost some election against the mayor of Highland Park. And, you know, the next thing you know, they're the enemy. All the Democrats are the enemy. They're they're going to Trump events. They're going, you know, they're they're. They're, they're draping themselves with like the Trump flags and all of that. And I'm like, and then not only that, there was also like issues that were reported and he was still allowed to purchase a gun. So the system is not working at all. Like yeah. it's not working at all. So we just need to eliminate, I, you know, if we eliminate just the air 15s alone, the mass shootings yeah. won't be as big of a problem right there. We're not saying eliminate guns, but let's at least eliminate these right. high capacity magazines well, that, was, that, you, that can kill multiple people. Especially yeah. when I was, when I was campaigning, I was like, look, I believe full, fully in the second amendment. I live in a household with uh, guns. Mm-hmm. You know, my, I'm not an owner. My husband is, um, you know, it's, it's not that we want to get rid of all guns or prevent you from having all guns. It's that, Weapons of war belong on the battlefield, not in Walmart. Exactly. I totally agree. Yeah. So, right. It's just, that's it. And high capacity magazines don't belong. That's becomes a, you know, a weapon of war when the entire uh, reason for it to exist is to create human carnage as quickly as possible. That was yeah. the sole purpose of the AR-15, so that right. soldiers could carry more ammunition. It shoots off, I want to say, 800 or 900 uh, bullets per minute. Yeah, that's I mean, I think- not necessary for home defense. No. No. And my, I used to live, it's one of the reasons I moved um, to a very conservative uh, fellow. And he would always say that the purpose is to of the second amendment is to defend against an intrusive government. So it's like, it's to have us like your militia Nick and in, mm-hmm. in Wisconsin that or Michigan, wherever Michigan, the hell, yeah. sorry, Michigan, that it's to be able for us to have our own ability to fight against an oppressive government. And I'm like, okay, this oppressive government these days are going to have tanks and nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. We don't. Not everybody needs a nuclear weapon. We You're not going to survive a drone. House. So it's like this. So the the whole reasoning behind the Second Amendment to me is no longer valid based upon the advancement of technology. Right. 
I agree. Yeah. And not only that, it's organized, isn't it? Isn't the national reserves are a militia supposedly for that? I don't even remember. No. Uh, Or what is is the national reserves? Are you talking about the National Guard? The National Guard. I'm sorry. The National National Guard Guard. is another form of the government. So so, under this, under this, you know, hypothesis that they would be the ones we're fighting. Okay. Got it. The, the U S military has, assassin drones the size of bees do you right. really think you're going to stop that like no you're they don't have to even bring the tanks in or the nukes they've got right. drones they've got like they've got chemicals yeah they, i mean like, chemical yeah. warfare is where it's at you know that's what i would be well, look at what russia's about. doing well look at what syria did i mean they were right. able to kill all these you know it's like it's yeah it's kind of so, sad and, part, and to me those assault style weapons Um, and high capacity, all of that is, is to make it easier for us to kill our neighbor. Yeah. That's it. It's not going to be for us to battle a government. No, that's not. No, I I totally agree. I, this gun situation is just way out of control. I Mm -hmm. mean, you know, I, I go to the grocery store now. I mean, I could happen any moment. I I went to Mm -hmm. the, you know, we went to the, see the, we went to the beach. There were like hundreds and hundreds of people. It was so lovely. We had a great time. And I'm like, but in the back of my head, I'm like, man, be ready to run. Be ready. Always right. Ready it's like, run. it's so, know where your children are. Yeah. I mean, it's it so freaking strange. Did you hear, I was listening to MSNBC shortly after the Highland Park mm-hmm. uh, shootings and they were interviewing a woman who was, who was there and in the line of fire. Mm-hmm. And she said that she took her daughter and her and hid under like a, like, like a, picnic chair like a bench or something and okay. was trying to hide and a man she didn't know hadn't never seen before ran over to her said would you please take my child i've got to go find my wife oh left the kid with her okay so she he could go find his wife doesn't know this person right turns out the wife has been shot oh so he comes back to her and says, my wife has been shot. I've got to go to the hospital. Will you please take my daughter home, like to your home and watch her? I don't have anyone else right now. I've got to go be with my wife. And so she doesn't like, does not know these people right. had to take this child to her home, you know, gladly did and waited for him. And they finally got in touch and he picked up his kid. But I'm just like, I'm thinking as a parent to be that in such a state that I have to hand my child mm-hmm. to a stranger to protect mm. what that must have felt like, because just me hearing that story made me just want to dissolve into tears and right. just get so pissed off because mm-hmm. that's where we are now. And our government, like in Texas, Russ and I, our government our leadership, it's like, yeah, go give them more guns. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going but at the same time, you can't have an abortion. You must have these children. And we're not going to help you feed your children. And we're not going to help you educate your children. And we're not going to help make sure that those children are safe. Mm-hmm. But by God, you're 11 years old and you got pregnant. Shame on you. You're having that kid. And most and of it is ancestral when they're at that age anyway. You know what and, I mean? It's so bad. And the problem. And then our foster system here in Texas is horrible. Oh, it's horrible. It, it's like, in the lawsuit and has been for several years because of our deficiencies. Mm-hmm. And it's been under uh, scrutiny. Did you, you know, Russ, do you know that? Yeah, because of the human yeah. traffic, I mean, the child trafficking uh, that's being involved in the uh, foster system. Well, I don't know about the child trafficking. I know that there's a lot of uh, neglect and death. 
Yes. Yeah. I, and then, yeah. and children are going missing yeah. out of the foster system. Going missing. Wasn't and there then, like 950 kids missing in the Texas foster system or something? I forgot what it was. Or maybe it I wasn't. The the death. It was a lot. And then, and yeah. kids are even dying in the offices yeah, of, in the, the, of the Child Protective Services, dying in the offices. Mm-hmm. How does that happen? But like, let's make sure we have more kids. Thank right. you, Samuelito. Oh, oh, well, oh, and we're going to get the rapists off the street. How do you how? do that? You don't. How? How? Do, like that statement right there. That's a bold statement. So who? Do, how are you identifying the rapists? Mm-hmm. Are we waiting till after they rape? So right. then the it's already happened. But then after they rape, you know what it is? The woman's fault because she wore a miniskirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we I posted a meme not too long ago. Now the rapists get to choose their mother or their child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's Sorry. welcome to America 2022. That's yeah. it. I mean, Claire, Clarence, Clarence, ta- like I've been saying this since January. Mm-hmm. He, when when we found out that his wife or like it was leaked, he needs to be impeached. Even oh, if oh. we can't get him re- removed, he still needs to be impeached. He but I, but then when we found out, like then I said, they all, all of them who lied under oath to Congress need to be impeached. Well, um, yeah, they all said that it's precedent and nothing's going to happen, right? So yeah. and they, and they lied. Which under I thought they were lying. I'm like going, this is they the are lying. lying. It's like looking at my kid who's got chocolate all over the right. Face going, I, like, mm-hmm. I didn't break into the chocolate jar. <laughs> exactly. At, while they're eating the the cookie. Like, right. no, that wasn't what? me. Yeah, like that's yeah. and there and people who said they believed them, like Susan Collins. Oh, I believed him. I felt betrayed. Really? No, she knew what she was doing. Oh, she knew. Oh, yeah. come on. You know, so did Lisa Murkowski, and so mm-hmm. did you know? They're all if they're this well, distraught, if they're this distraught, well. they need to be on the other side of the aisle voting for codify Roe v. Wade. Yeah, but they're I not mean, willing. That's the other problem. Political suicide. <laughs> Political suicide. Mm-hmm. It's it's like I told my wife, and we were discussing this. Like you know, after Roe v. Wade, they have a whole slew of things are going after, and I'm like, and and they're going to go get rid of interracial marriage. They're going to, and then they here it is. They've already brought it up. They, they already brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and a lot of like my friends. I mean, I mean, they're not really friends anymore, but you know, on Facebook, they're telling me. It's never going to happen. And I'm like, what are you talking about? We, you, you said the same thing about that. And the thing is, is that, and just because Fox News told you it's going back to the states, right? Because that's like their reasoning behind it. It's going to be the same thing with gay marriage. It's going to go back to the states. It's gonna, you know, so just stop that and, crap. And you know Ken Paxton I mean? already said he's ready to uh, make yeah. sure gay rights in Texas are not around. It was oh, Ken and Paxton, right? he's totally willing to um, enforce a statute that would make sodomy criminal. Mm-hmm. So we're going back to now gays have got to stay in hiding. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's one of the reasons I want to, I mean, I'm seriously looking about leaving the state because, um, you know, like I said, I'm a woman, I have mm-hmm. a daughter, mm-hmm. my daughter um, identifies as gay. Mm-hmm. And although she does not identify as transgender, she kind of looks transgender because she looks like a boy dresses mm-hmm. like a boy you know, and, and and that's her choice. Like that's the way that she wants to present to the world. She still is using she pronouns and mm-hmm. identifies as a girl. But I'm like, how far is Texas legislature going to lay? Like she's going to be haunted and yeah, right. or hunted. And I don't like. Are they going to start worrying about whether my daughter should be using the female bathroom again? Mm-hmm. And does that mean because she's gay that now 
she's going to be sent to some alternative school because, you know, it's like, because even right now we have people that are being criminally investigated for um, gender affirming care to their child. Yeah. They're being criminally investigated by the state for child abuse. So if I want to enter my child into therapy just to help her deal with the world, which quite frankly, I think we all should be in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be seen as gender affirming care and I could be criminally investigated and charged if it, and, and have your child taken away from you. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like this election in Texas in November, which by the way, Texas for all Beto, just want to make sure. Yes. There you go. Yes. Like, but if I did we, phone banking, if for south, minute, I might I be going North. <laughs> well, come on over. Come to Michigan. Enjoy. I don't know. Those militia people kind of scare me. Well, they're, they're everywhere. They're, every state has them. We just have the most, I think. So that's yeah. the only difference. Colorado looks pretty good these days. See, I just donated to Governor Whitmer. Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, ah, I mean, Colorado's got a little bit of a wacky doodle area there. They, with, well, uh, they, they do have Lauren Bobert. And, yeah. Well, there's a whole bunch of Colorado you, that's you, like you Lauren Bobert. I'm you sorry. Can't, the district can't, that she represents yeah. is huge. So mm-hmm. you can't spit anywhere in the United States without hitting a wacko who's in politics. Yeah. I mean, we got Ted Cruz who's in Bahamas right now, or I don't know if he's back from the Bahamas, but you know, we're having 110 degree weather here and we keep getting warnings from ERCOT saying, Hey, the grids at maximum capacity could shut down at any minute, but our Ted Cruz is in the Bahamas. <laughs> Yay. Well, I mean, I have a shirt. I got uh, from Progress Texas, uh, another wonderful organization you need to check out. But a couple of years ago, they made a shirt that said Humans Against Ted Cruz. I wear that probably <laughs> all the time. I, I think we need to like nationally have that, just Humans Against Ted Cruz. Yeah. I was working for one We company. always say, fuck you, Ted Cruz. Well, yeah. we haven't recently, but for the no. most part, we, right. we end our show with fuck you, Ted Cruz. Yeah. So we should well, do that today I like again. that, but it, it's yeah. humans against Ted Cruz is more palatable when you're you in the grocery store. wear it and not get arrested, probably. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, I remember one time I was working for this one company, and we had to go to this house to do some stuff. And it was a very wealthy, wealthy house, like, mm-hmm. like close to, like, yeah, up there, you know. And they got a personal call. The guy got a personal call from Ted Cruz. And some of the people there were like, really like, uh, thought, oh my gosh, Ted Cruz called. And I'm over here going, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Like, I, like, well, I was like, I'm I like, I would be like, oh my gosh, Ted Cruz called. I, well, I didn't want to get fired. <laughs> like, same like, verbiage, different yeah. tone. Right. Right. I didn't want to get fired. Tonality but, is but, key. Like, yeah. I understood at that point, like, like where the politics oh, of the whole company was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah. All right, so I'm just going to keep my mouth shut so I can have a paycheck. So anyway, make it look for alternative employment. So, yeah. Yeah. so you guys, I really hope that the Democrat wins the fifth district as well in Congress. So, but it doesn't look like he's gonna because it's so red here. I didn't realize it was so red where I live. It's just it's weird. Is that is that the Oz one? Which one? I get confused. Well, the my, the the congressional districts all got revamped this year because we lost okay. one uh, one elect whatever one vote. I guess this, one electoral college vote is that what it is? Right. So yeah, your so, population decreased, so you're right. a lot more right. 
So what happened is like the so now the fifth district used to be like a nice little area. Now it's the entire southern Michigan is all one fifth district. So and it goes way deep, you know, towards Ohio and Indiana border to the lake. So that's like the whole area now, which is so red, like between there and there. And it's such and it's a lot of mileage. Like it's <laughs> so whoever So who are the candidates? It's basically uh, Brett. Goldberg, I think is his name. That's and that's who I'm going to vote for. That's the Democrat. And then the other one is um, I don't know. I forgot. I, I I always vote blue down the line anyway. So right. it's been a while since I looked at the congressional thing. But but I'm I definitely mean, voting for the, for. I even told him I'm like Bart Goldberg. That's his name. I said do you? I even texted him and said, listen, if you need help with campaigning, let me know. Nothing. Nothing at all. And I'm like, I don't think he, he's even doing anything. I just he 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 put his name on the ballot and is just going to wait and see if who's going to vote. That's the way I view it because there's nothing happening. I'm like, where are you? What town hall are you doing? Or none of that. Because I'm like, he needs to go out. He needs to go out and start talking to people. Like it's coming up. So is he? He may have just been drafted to have a name on the ballot, so the other one wouldn't go unchallenged. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's well, what the other one's already been. Like this yeah. Because I think, people, A, yeah. you have, you know, it goes back to all the things you have to do mm-hmm. to, you know, to campaign until, you know, basically yeah. when I was running, I, the first time I ran, I quit my job and that's all I did. Right. Like, that's it. And lived off my savings. Another reason people don't run, mm-hmm. it takes so much time and money. And if you don't have steady income, that's reliant upon you, you know, I mean, so that, that could be a deal. So there's a lot of times, especially in Texas, because there's going to be districts that are, I mean, the way they draw it, that's so red that by sheer numbers, it's almost impossible for a Democrat to win. But I think if the Democrat, like, this is the way I viewed it, right? Like I went knocking on the doors here in town and I, and I, when I see a Trump flag or, you know, uh, don't blame me. I voted for Trump or let's go Brandon or whatever the heck their, you know, the, their flag is on their door. You sort of know who they vote for when you see that. So, so anyway, so I, I go in, I, I just knock on the door anyway. And I say, look, this is what's happening in the city. Would you like to sign in? And to my like amazement, they do like, you know what I mean? The moment that I explain to them something. So I just think that the moment like if somebody runs for Congress in this area, they definitely need to knock on doors and talk to people because otherwise they won't know them. Like they won't know them at all. And I think that the person that's knocking on their door, whether it's a Democrat or a Republican, it doesn't matter. That's the person they're going to remember when they go vote. I don't know. That's oh, just my, that's no, just my I opinion. I totally agree yeah. with you. So. Um, you're, But you're also, I, I 1000% agree with yeah. you. However, where we are, I mean, because you're, I assume that your yeah. city council is uh, nonpartisan. Yeah, there's a the, the, right. the race yeah. is nonpartisan, right? right. right? Uh-huh. So you're yeah. not identifying. No. So I guarantee you, if you're uh-huh. in a partisan race where you must identify between Republican right. and Democrat, as soon as you said, I'm a Democrat, their ears would close. Right. And you would not be able to get in. And that's, that's the one advantage to having nonpartisan races. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I'm going to tell you right now, Someone w- knocks on my door mm-hmm. and says, you know, I would love to talk to you about such and such a Republican. I'd be like, shut it. Nope. If you're a Republican, because the way I associate Republicans right now, it's, right. it's the Trump. It's the Trump deal. So if you're still identifying that, and mm-hmm. especially with a Republican um, platform that they did this year for the state. 
<gasps> oh my god, that's so horrible what they did in uh, Texas. Yeah. Oh so, my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of the Republican platform is to succeed from the United States. Mm-hmm. Do it. And, you know and, what? I just want to see it done. Like I'm tired of hearing it. Like I, you're not gonna survive. It's you're not, not gonna, gonna happen. happen. Not gonna <laughs> if you start, yeah, if you start looking at the actual economics of it, we could not, could not continue. We would no. become Texas would be a third world nation. Yep. Yeah, it'd be a third world nation run by guns mm-hmm. and white men, and all the women would be in prairie hats. Here's the mm-hmm. thing, and Texas is not remembering this. The Republicans have been in power for the last twenty years in Texas, yeah. across they, the board. Yeah, and what's gotten better? Nothing. They just keep mm-hmm. bitching about it and go, well, "I'm still going to vote for them." And mm-hmm. they keep saying it's the Democrats' fault because the Republicans have the best PR team there is. Mm-hmm. Like and. Well, no, they're just look, they're just consistent with them. This is the, you know, when I was driving across country one time, uh, I was driving from Chicago to Texas to Dallas, where I used to live at the time. And, you know, I would turn on the radio, talk radio, because it's usually easier to listen to instead of music all the time, you know. And uh, sometimes I would listen to audio, but it's a 15 hour drive. So you can imagine I listen to a whole bunch of different kind of things. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I usually did it in a day. I would leave at 6 a.m. and get home by 10 p.m. because I didn't want to, you know, get a hotel room or whatever. Right. Michael always thought I was, you know, del- you know, just horrible. Like, why would you want to do that? So anyway, but so the amount of talk radio that is right wing is the it's most all, amazing thing to me. It's all right wing. It's all right wing. And not only that, the farmer... The rancher, that's all they listen to when they're on their tractor. That's uh-huh. all they hear. So, uh-huh. of course, they're going to be like, them Democrats, those commie liberals are coming to get us all. Take exactly. away our guns. Everything, everything yeah. is positioned as, like, every messaging is yeah. positioned us against them. Right. Everything, if you'll see that down here, Greg Abbott, yeah. no matter what he does, he's like, oh, Biden, you know, Biden's, Biden's fault. Like, everything is shit. Every single message is a positioning of us mm-hmm. against them. Right. And we don't have that on the democratic side. We don't no. have united messaging and we have complicated messaging because yeah. we're, we're, we're multiple step thinkers. Right. And so we don't want to skip that step. Right. And Republicans have made it a way to condense the message to a short, precise content. That's easy to digest. You don't have to have multiple step thinking. No, it's just, in and it's readily absorbed and becomes fact in the mind of the of the listener. Mm-hmm. And therein lies the, the problem about the Democrats trying to figure out. And I think that we need to hire or find a, a psycho uh, analyst that mm-hmm. specializes in communication. And we also need to find somebody who is. A we need the Brad Parscale for Democrat, like the Brad Parscale, yeah. because he was a, you know, he was brilliant when he did the marketing campaign for Donald Trump, the way mm-hmm. that he did it. toward the end. He, you know, I mean, he lost his mind, too. But but yeah. the way that he did the messaging, the way that he created the content, mm-hmm. it was all super, super simple. It was like, yeah, oh, it's the fourth simple. grade level. That's it. And we need, yeah. Based upon fear. Right, but we don't. All that's the messaging the is based upon fear or insecurity, and that's mm. something that the Democrats don't want. It, it's hard for us to do, right? I know, it's very yeah. hard. But yeah. that's. You know, I mean, that's what we have. To we start need doing. to find the fear for that mm-hmm. ourselves because 
like fear cells. That's the way oh, I view it. Right? Fear cells. Democracy yeah. is going away this year if things are not done and things are not yeah. changed. Okay? Yeah, it is so going. And maybe you know that's what? Maybe if we lose democracy, then we will fight to get it back. I think I don't know. But, I'm just. But thinking, the only way to fight know. to get it back is the stuff of revolutions. I know. That's the that's revolution, the and you have to understand what the implications of losing the democracy is. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that most people are not that engaged to get no. the the domino effect. They don't. They're not of one action, right? They don't they're get not. the domino effect of January sixth. They what? don't get the domino effect. Okay, if we have a president who actually conspires to, you know, have overturn our government and poop on our constitution, mm-hmm. not held responsible, then we are setting ourselves up for a dictator. Oh, totally. Yeah. And that next dictator is going to be a lot smarter than Trump, I got to tell you, because Trump is oh, yeah. Trump was a dictator, was a dictator wannabe, not an actual dictator, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. He loved well, the, the power and all of that. Yeah. He was not are, smart enough to be one. So the Republicans are looking at what he did and improving upon it. Right. Look at DeSantis. Like, yep. yeah. like, uh, like he, Florida. Way smarter than Trump is mm-hmm. and way more manipulative and way more uh, devious. And like, he doesn't say the quiet stuff out loud. He just no. does it. Yes. Right. Yes. You know, and he's the one that like that, that right there, he wants to, cause he in, in Florida started consolidating his power when he became governor, started removing mm-hmm. seat, other seats and giving it back to the, and giving it to the governor to, uh, for those positions so that he didn't have to worry about too many people in his cabinet. He controlled a lot of the stuff. Well, and he's, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's where it's, we have to worry about. So, you know, what's really the message tough for me is just democracy goes away unless we do this you know i'm i'm just gonna put it out there that i want to be hopeful that the gen z generation is gonna bail us out because that's the only help that's the problem is is we can't the only thing is is because look the older the old i'm looking at my you know i got cousins that are trumpies with ar-15 and just look at them and i'm like what the fuck happened? Like, you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, like, what the hell happened? You're benefiting from all these liberal programs. You grew up liberal, Democrat, and whatever. Even your father says, like, this is this is his father now. This is the whole thing. He's like, I have every time there was a Republican president, I lost my job and I had to go on unemployment and blah. You know what I mean? And he's like, and thank God that the Democrats created the unemployment program for me to at least have like some income coming in while I was looking for another job. Right. So he would go and work like as a dishwasher, you know, whatever he needed to do at the time. You know, he said, every time there was a Democrat president, I had a job. Like it was the weirdest thing. The steel mills were running. The unions were, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, that is so true. That is like so true, you know, and, and he's like, I have never benefited financially ever from the Republican Party, but I've always Mm -hmm. benefited financially from the Democrats. So, you know, but his kids have grown into like this weird thing. And then you you sit there and you look at it and I'm like, how do I bring them back? How do I bring my cousin back from that? Are they willing to discuss not and really. They they're stuck. They're stuck. Because see, my father's is well. My father's yeah. never been a Democrat, but right. he is the same thing. He's a Trumper. He doesn't own a gun or anything, but he's a, he's a Trumper. He's a Fox like always Fox News. Just right. all the time. It's like yeah. uh, 
and he doesn't investigate. He doesn't research. He doesn't right. look up. Me. How does things really win? You know what he, he does is he says, you know, like his deal is he took a photo of a the receipt from filling up his gas tank. Uh-huh. It was like 70 or hundred dollars. And he right. goes, you know, thanks Biden. I know who I'm voting for. And I'm like, dad, do you even understand that no president, no American president has any control whatsoever about gas prices? Right. That that's an international, very complicated thing based upon sources, uh, supply and demand. And the fact that Russia it's has... Forcing. It's hoarding and then in, uh, invading Ukraine that has a lot of the crude oil. I mean, crude oil price goes straight up. You want to blame anybody. You need to blame Putin. Right. And he's well, just like, Bleh. and then just like goes away. Like two, there's two, no, yeah. no two people to blame, two, two entities to blame for the, the gas prices. Number one, the price per barrel is cheaper now than it was four years ago. So why is it that the gas prices are higher? Because the oil companies know that they have a limited amount of oil left on earth and they're trying to make that last ditch profit. That's that you can go. The other thing, Trump is responsible for gas prices because he had the he signed a pact with Saudi Arabia to not release oil, uh, to not provide more oil. So they're still holding on to that two year pact that was signed a couple of years ago. And that, and they're not releasing more oil right now. So there, and then, but you also have six thousand licenses uh, permits for the oil companies to go drill, and they're not drilling. But they're not because they want that record-breaking profit. Well, not only that, it's tough to find workers right now. I mean, we're having a record low unemployment and a record amount. This is never. I have never seen this in my life. Which, which, yeah, which still record unemployment, or you know, I mean, it's a low. It's a low unemployment. The lowest it's ever been. And, and there's like, 11 so million jobs available. Like, it's insane. And yet people are like, Biden's killing her. Mark, yeah, I'm going. The economy is actually doing really well. Like, I, I hate to tell yeah, you. Yeah, we just we got 300,000 jobs. Last, we last, have, you know, we do before. have some inflation, which is a little bit of a pain in the ass. Don't get me it's wrong. It's a lot of pain in the ass. Well, yeah. I know. I hate it My, myself, too. Yeah. You know, I, I just spent. Oh, which, I by the way. On, an eight, it, on 18 eggs, I used to buy, like, for three-something. And now that it was like five sixty four, and I was like, "Really? Why did that happen?" But anyway, gas so. in Frisco, Texas, is three ninety eight. Gas in Plano, not too far from them, four fifty. Uh huh. Like Frisco's that low? Yes, I got gas yesterday, oh. and I was like three ninety eight. I was like, "Awesome!" Maybe it was a special. We drove. We drove three minutes. Three minutes, four fifty, and I was like, yeah. "Well." I don't know. The, the, it was five twenty nine here in Michigan, and now I think it's four ninety nine or something. It went down thirty. It, it did drop. The last it, week. It, it has dropped I don't down, know, but still. it was just. I don't know. I look. I've been walking. I go. I go local shopping now. I spent granted whatever amount of money I would have spent on gas. I'd probably be spending it at the store. But you know what? I'm. I'm uh, kind of. Uh, benefiting the local economy here you know i'm i'm, I'm so i'm kind of enjoying it a lot more like like i even though i hate spending 564 for 18 eggs i'm like well you know what all these all these people that live in town are having a job and you know what i mean right. so i'm like screw it it's worth it otherwise right. i would have spent that extra dollar whatever to drive somewhere to get the eggs and you know right. whatever but so anyway i just i just started doing that and then and 
you know, every time they have a deal on like some meat or something, I just go buy it right away, you know? So I don't know. It's fine. And I walk there. I don't drive there. I literally <gasps> walk to the grocery store. Do you know how lucky I am? You are very lucky. Yeah. I live in a pedestrian so, area. Yeah. Of course, right now, well, it's not hundred yeah. and something degrees, so I wouldn't be walking would anywhere. But No, when it gets really humid. But I, I go to the grocery store either at 7 a.m. or after 6 p.m. when the sun starts waning a Jesus. little bit. Grocery yeah. stores, the, the, all these here doesn't open until 9 a.m. Yeah. So, and by that time, it's like 3,000 degrees. I just love yeah. that it opens Thanks at 7 a.m. Yeah. Your face just melts. So, well, I mean, it's because Texas is right above hell. That's why. <laughs> No, uh, uh, Texas is the seventh ring of hell. I oh, mean, okay, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I was just looking up te- the rankings of like <laughs> states. Texas is 31 in overall le- quality of life. It really? is 31 in healthcare. It mm-hmm. is. I'm surprised see, with that high. It was. Yeah, I agree. 34 yeah. in education. I'm surprised mm-hmm. with that high. Oh, yeah. uh, now, I mean, we are ninth in economy. Well, you know what? I think all the blue people of California coming into town, I'm hoping will have Beto for governor. Please, let's make it happen. If you're coming in, wait, when's the last time you get to register? August? It's 30 days before the election. All right. 30 days before Uh, early voting. and we one month before. So let's say, so really by like October 8th, you should be registered, I guess. Something like that. So please, everybody who's coming in, register to vote. September 30th. Make it by September 30th. Just nationally, nationally, we had over 100 million people not vote last presidential election. What? Was that high? Yeah. Wow. So you know what? I wish they made it mandatory like they do in Australia, you know. What did you say? You know, in Greece, it's mandatory that you vote, right? So, what happens if you don't? You get fined. You get you get a Mm. fine on your taxes. So, and they have, huh? I like that. Yeah, and you get, and then there's like, and they know exactly. So, if you're over sixty five, you don't have to, I think. But if you're under sixty five, between eighteen and sixty five, you're kind of required to vote. Yeah, so. I am down with that. But the thing is, like, you know, Texas keeps making it harder to vote. Right. Right. So if you're going to have something imposes a a consequence to not voting, we have to make it make it easy. You know what? I just wish the Republicans don't want to do because they know they won't win. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, they're they're afraid of the next voting block in Texas, which is the Hispanics. They're the next one. They shouldn't be, because quite honestly, the Hispanics are pretty conservative generally as a population. Yeah. Yeah. They've been voting a lot more Republican recently anyway, mm-hmm. for some when I can't understand the reason why, but yeah. So well, oh my god, we talked a lot, but we talked over an hour. Damn. This is the longest show we've had in a while. It's been a yeah. It's because we had a great guest. Yes. Oh, thank you. Exactly. I will talk politics all day long. All day long. Do you think we you'll ever you, run man. again? Honestly, I don't know. It won't yeah. be anytime soon. Right, um right. I know it takes a lot out of you. It takes a lot out of you. Like I said, I lived off my savings. So now my retirement's basically nothing. I've got to, you know, build back my personal finances and spend time with my family. Yeah. Um, And just quite honestly, my head, my head space is so much better being out of that arena. Mm. Um, And I've taken on a position at my firm that I love and I'm diving deep you know, into it and, and very fulfilled with that. So 
I know I, if I ran again, I'd have to sacrifice that. And that's mm. not something I'm willing to do right now. Right. My kid's five years away from graduating high school. Um, know. You know, so maybe one day when I'm older and I'm more financially secure and, you know, have kind of done what I want to do in my career. But right now, I think it's just not in the cards for me to to make that sacrifice again. Gotcha. You know? But you would have made an amazing politician. Well, thank you. Thank you. I still like I'm so right now what I'm trying to do is, you know, do what I can on the outside. So right, right. You know, that's why I'm involved with Truth by Texas. Um, I am, you know, still working a little bit with the state Democratic Party and involved in that and trying to Mm. help Democrats get out of their own way. Um, And, you know, stay connected and and vital and useful, but just maybe not from a candidate slash elected position. Right. Because quite honestly, when you're a candidate and you're an elected, you have so many constraints on you. Um, yeah. yeah. So when you're not, you have the ability to do so much more. But now, because of Ted Cruz, you can earn as much as you want from donors. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ted exactly. Cruz. For... You, know, you know what? At this point, Democrats, if you want to take some corporate hack money so you can get your message out there, I'm kind of fine with that. I'm, like, yeah. Like, I'm fine I'm with it, too. So I mean... If you it, like, I know we want to be the whole like it's the people. Well, now that it's allowed, place, yeah, but I mean, like, just do it. If you can't get your message out there because you can't take, you're not going to take corporate money. But if you can take corporate money, you can get your message out there. It's yeah. kind of it, like actually dance the, with the devil, you Texas, know? to run for the state of Texas. So a state, a state held position. Our Texas, uh, randomly, our Texas legislature um, prohibits any corporate donations to anybody. Really? Mm-hmm. It's only for we like don't a- have any limits. So someone could write a check for forty million dollars to any particular candidate, and that's totally fine. But it can't. It has to be from an individual. It cannot be from a corporate entity. Oh, okay. So the corporate entity gives it to the PAC. The PAC gives it to the candidate. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do that. Let's start some PACs. I think I don't, don't quote me on that. I don't want people going, no, she said it's wrong. And it's like a violation. So that's the way I understand it. And if that's not the way it is, don't yell at me. I have no idea. Don't come at her. Don't come at me. I got no. time for that. Yeah. No. Yeah. So. Well, and just remember, like Lester Holt says, be good to yourself and to one another. So exactly. So good thank to see you, you all. Fellas. It's so good to see you. And don't well, forget I, to I mean, spread the love. We we always say this. Don't forget to spread the love. Lawfully. Thank you. We don't want anybody going to jail for spreading any, love. Any last words, Brandy? Dear God, please vote. Vote. We need more blue people. Let's check increase out, the Senate. Let's expand the court. Yeah. Right. Check out Truth yes. by Texas. Yes, Truth by Texas, please. Any support, donations, just flipping out on social media. Highly, highly appreciated. Yes. All right. Well, here we go. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. And if you really enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, follow, like, share, review, or even comment on whichever platform you're using. And remember, you can find more additional content at our YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram page. Just search for Real Nick and Russ. See you next episode. You dead. All right, Remy. You dead. <laughs> and we're going to end it with Tom's. You dead. Right, you dead. I see. Hold on, Remy. Let me Daddy. end the broadcast. <laughs>